0: such as Neo-Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.
1: Welcome everyone to Neo-Reality Collective, Pop Culture News Talk. We're back with our 33rd episode, and this week we're talking about a collection of news, 25 pieces in total... But, to start things off, uh, Batman, The Batman as it's called, will officially arrive on HBO Max on April 18th before arriving on traditional HBO on April 23rd. The original release date was previously thought to be a date on April 19th due to the glitch on HBO's website as per deadlines, but the streaming platform has now confirmed the official release date. After exactly 45 days every time uh, they will release a new film on HBO Max. Where the Batman has currently grossed $359 million domestically, and $735 million worldwide. So, <laughs> uh sequel hasn't been confirmed, and yet while there are two shows being developed, such as a, um Arkham Asylum series and Penguin series, and their hopes for another sequel going off, House himself saying he wants to take on the Court of Owls saga, while Matt Reeves hopes to bring Mr. Freeze into this. Like, do other stuff that's not the Joker. Shocking new idea. Heck, even Ben Affleck's Batman wasn't supposed to take on Deathstroke, which would have been interesting and awesome. Cyberpunk's 2077. Now, there's currently plans to do expansion packs and DLC-type content for next year, But they did say that they are going to be working on stuff. They're going to continue saying there's a lot to be done. The quest director even has stated this, sharing some behind-the-scenes information on Cyberpunk. And, yeah, they plan to release content next year. (laughs) While still working on patches and next-gen stuff. While they also work on Witcher 4. So, take of that what you will. Meanwhile, Halo 3, Halo's Master Chief Collection adds crossplay to Halo 3 and ODST. And one of the big details is that players can now play the campaigns on 3 in cooperative with players while they're on Xbox One, Series, or PC. So this may not run perfectly straight away, as 343 warned, as the team requires additional insight from real players with different networking setups. The update adds several features to the Master Chief Collection and weighs in about 21.56 gb 26. 5 gigabytes on PC app and 11.2 gigabytes on Steam. The new, and another new feature called Flood Firefight has been added to ODST which essentially adds new enemies to the pre-existing firefight mode. The Flood bringing in their fog and whatnot and the ability to infect ODSTs and elite majors along with other general performances and, and additional content to, be, to uh, you know, fix the game. It's kind of amazing how this game is more packed with content than Halo Infinite. That's sad. And they're trying to do their best. They they, they tried so hard, I I understand. Meanwhile, Josh Brolin will have more action scenes in Dune 2 as his character, weapon master Genry Hellick, clashes with the House Atreides foes. During an interview, the actor explained that his role is a lot more physical in the upcoming Dune Part 2, and he wasn't really prepared for that. Maybe you should have read the book, then, to know that? And, um... Oh, dear. So... Get ready for bad events to happen as they, as the 54-year-old actor starts to get ready for the physical work. A, pay, a pain. Meanwhile, Elon Musk attempted to buy Twitter for $43 billion. That failed miserably and now Twitter is currently at war with him and trying to get rid of him. And we're just in the life of it. So, Bungie, as Destiny continues to get worked on, Bungie says it's committing to remote work in seven approved states as they start to transition to going digital first. As part of the whole, as seven approved states approved of it, and saying this is our start of transition to the digital first approach to hybrid work, we plan to open new locations. and we'll make additional announcements as they become available. So, work from home stuff, and yeah... After the whole COVID-19 pandemic, it was—it became inevitable, and now it's looking like to be offered as a permanent-wide solution, especially given everything that's happened. And currently, like I said, seven states have approved of it, California, Florida, okay, that's shocking, Texas, shocking, Illinois, Oregon, North Carolina, and Washington as the approved states are fully remote eligible. It's currently unconfirmed why fully remote roles are only available in these seven states where Bungie plans on extending the offerings to other parts of the U.S., but IGN has reached out for comment regarding these matters. First, while there was an update later, seven states where Bungie was offering remote is only the start of the development was committed to go digital first. While these positions are currently available in their respective states, Bungie plans to add more locations to this list in the future. Speaking of IGN, a spokesperson said, This is our start of our transition to digital first approach to hybrid working we plan to new locations and make additional houses as they become available. So, looks like studio places are going to go out of business, and now they're going to have to find new ways to use buildings. Yeah. I mean, Bungie asked to get ready to be owned by Sony, so, yeah. yeah Crazy times we live in. So Mads Mickelson says Indiana Jones 5 is going heavily back to the field of raiders and temple of doom so I have immediately lost all interest in this no I really have because when you say you're going back to the old films then I'm just like this is by Disney yours Lucas was involved in Indiana Jones franchise he's the creator so to speak and they hate his guts since they have admitted that they screwed him over. So what stopping them from doing what they did to The Force Awakens? And then what they did with Last Jedi? And then what they did with Rise of Skywalker? Where they basically said, we don't care what the fans... We don't care about the perspective of building a Star Wars universe. We care more about making bank and pissing on everything in the past. Still arguing for a multiverse, but still. During an interview, Mickelson said he's starring an yet undisclosed role. Revealed a little bit more, saying Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite films, and it just, oohed that golden period of serials from the 1940s, and that's in the fifth film as well. They're going heavily back to the first and second, and getting that original feel, the original indie, and something dense and epic. So, yeah. I still don't know how to feel about this. It's just, it's just very mixed opinions for me regarding this whole go back to the field of the original, but it's just one of those things you just want to talk about and just not like to hear it about sometimes, but what do I know? I'm just a comment, I'm just a YouTube commentator, podcaster. Meanwhile, Cyberpunk has sold 18 million copies, while Witcher 3 has sold 30, 40 million. While the franchise as a whole has sold 65 million. <sighs> yeah, pretty sure some, parts, some people are pissed. Heck, Witcher 3's next-gen upgrades were pretty much held indefinitely, and no one knows why. They just said nine development hell. Meanwhile, the character Nicole Means, a.k.a. brings her character Dreamer, to DC Comics. Dreamer will make her comic book debut in July Superman Son of Kal-El, Issue 13. Maines is co-writing the issue along with series re- regular Tom Taylor, while Clayton Henry is Henry Art. Issue 3 will reveal her ENL as a potential ally to John Kent on his ongoing fight against Bendix. Hmm, that name sounds oddly familiar. I'm sure it's not meant to be anything. As easy as the other character might fit to the bigger picture for the series, Nia, who is revealed to be a Supergirl to be a distant ancestor, or as the Legion of superhero member Dream Girl, may reflect John's struggle to embrace his newfound role as Superman. Her debut also marks the next step forward for DC's LGBTQ representation. Dreamer was the first transgender superhero to be featured in television, and her comic book debut comes less than a year after John himself came out as bisexual. I'm so excited to work with Nicole Maynes to bring her Dreamer from the big screen to the pages of Superman, Cell KL and to the DC Comics universe. I want to thank all the people at DC who have championed Dreamer and who recognize the influence of these powerful trans superheroes in this time. Mains came out and also said, John Ken and I and L are two characters that have a lot in common, both as superheroes with the way of the world on their shoulders and as young people who possibly big choose to feel. Weaving their stories together for Son of Cali with Tom was a complete pleasure, and there's only a little pun intended when I say Superman Dreamer make for a brilliant new dream team. So, congrats, congrats. <laughs> oh, man. So because DC has had a history of bringing in the TV characters from the pages to the comics such as Harley Quinn, John Diggle and Ryan Wilder who appeared in the Back Bear comics shortly ahead of her TV debut in Batwoman season 2 it's just kind of joined the whole joined this whole thing going on and the uh, Comic book universe and just synchronizing everything just to drive up sales for the most part, but like it's good to get more representation out there. So take of that what you will. So Warner Media Discovery, after the closing of the newly minted Warner Bros. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav, I butchered that last name. I'm sorry. Is looking to revitalize the, and overhaul the DC brand for a new era. A report of, of, from Variety. The CEO is looking to shake up DC in a move that could affect all feature film development, streaming series, and the creatives within DC itself to better compete with companies like Marvel. One key priority is finding a Kevin Feige-like figure to oversee the company. However, several creative guru sources say that, then, that the CEO is more interested in hiring someone with a business background who can keep all the different factions. From at DC working more harmoniously. During the search, 20th Century Studios and Paramount executive Emma Watts was considered a possible hire. The variety says that Watts will not take the job. Also, uh, the CEO has also been reported to identify certain weaknesses at DC, like how the company left several top shelf characters, such as Superman, to languish. As for the promising strategies, Discovery seems to believe that films like Joker are a shining example of how 2nd build characters can become commercial and critical hits. Joker as a second build character. Um. Well, to Hamada, who is known for a lot of horrendous things and other issues. Yeah, it's still signed till the end of 2023, it could remain under the new new Warner Media Discovery, so Yeah, Ray Fisher's not gonna get any justice out of this, probably. So, uh yeah, that's bad. Hideo Kojima says Kojima productions will remain independent after tweeting the PlayStation Studios banner. Why didn't he make that tweet that? Yeah, he posted a picture of, studio, of PlayStation Studios, but his company is still being independent. If I had to guess, um, it's probably like his next game is going to be PlayStation exclusive again. Uh, that's my best guess, so... Phew. Okay. I, I don't see the point of tweeting about it if everyone kind of already suspected that. But, okay. This is his life. though. No. Hideo Kojima is known for cinematic craziness. Meanwhile, do you remember the movie Ted, the foul-mouthed teddy bear character? Well, he's getting his own TV series on Peacock, and he's going to be voiced by Seth MacFarlane still. (sighs) I never watched Ted. But I have heard that they got several people who are known for roles in The Punisher by Netflix, The Purge, and American Dad, and Family Guy. The person who plays the character of, Gamora, uh, of Nebula comes out and says that about being about a prank. Okay, okay. So James Guns has been receiving a slew of anonymous gifts in the form of brick and Morty figures, and Karen Gillian says, swears she has nothing to do with that. Asking Gamora Nebula to do it. I mean, it, is it really a problem? You're just getting Rick and Morty figures. And okay, that's probably annoying, but still, I'm mean, like, Triple H kept, you know, getting fruit baskets, so that was a time. Yeah, that was an actual thing. And if I recall correctly, wasn't there someone that kept getting mountains upon mountains of pizza? And they kept telling the people to stop ordering us pizza. We had enough. So... Yeah, that was a while ago. Man, I still remember that. Meanwhile, Leslie Grace, who plays Batgirl, is teasing Batgirl 2, saying that that there could be one on its way if the first film does well. During an interview, the actors revealed that there have already been some discussions for Batgirl 2, saying, We got to see the first one first, we got to see this first one first, but there's definitely some talks about what it could be. I've seen what we shot, obviously the playback and stuff like that, and it's insane. We've already been talking about where we do take this from here because there's so much that happens in this film. Yeah, it's like... Wait... What happens? I mean, Michael Keaton's gonna play Batman, but from what the vibe seems to indicate, the stuff that happens in this movie has to theoretically take place after Flashpoint movie, The Flash, but that's been delayed, and even put in consideration for 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 Hell Hell's Breaking Loose, because Ezra Miller decide to set his set their career on fire. So, yeah. There are a lot of different things in the plot we touch on. It's not just the action. There's a love story. There's a father and daughter relationship. Hmm. A love story. I wonder if it involves that Grayson kid. We haven't seen him yet in the DCEU. There's looking at a world through the lens that isn't just black and white and seeing the color in the spectrum between things. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, the Batgirl movie is clearly going to be the one where we introduce Michael Keene's Batman, then originally planned, and that kind of sucks because now you can't because they might reference stuff from the Flash movie that you can't really reference much because everything is now out of continuity. Oh god, this is going to be what happened after Metal, isn't it? Until Flash corrects everything with time travel. So, yeah, get ready for all that madness potentially. I, I, I'm excited for Batgirl. I'm hoping for the best, but I, I just don't know in terms of timing since this movie now has to contend with the fact that the Flash movie that would lead into the fact that Michael Keane's Batman's here unless you want to say it's an alternate timeline that will make sense when the Flash movie happens next year because of the delays and extensive uh, effects they're building but whatever and even then it's being said that Ben Affleck's Batman might not be done so okay so take of that what you will Anyways, everybody, we'll be taking this short little ad break. I'll see you all next time in the second part. Take care. Back again, and. Oh, we're talking about Kingdom Hearts 4. Director Tsuya Nomu. Ah, Tsuya Nomu. Oh my god, He keep getting that pronounced wrong. But the Final Fantasy Remake director. Anyways. Uh, Keto Heart's first world appearing in the game will be that realistic looking Quantum world that was seen in the trailer. And people were asking, why is it the real world? And whatnot. Why does Sora look like this? <laughs> so, in order to make this world. MORE freaking complicated. It's gonna be a Tokyo-looking world show in the trailer. It isn't actually the real world though, even though it looks like it. It's similar to an afterworld, he said, fe- but features real world locations. And to start, it's an underworld. Saying it's very much real to the residents of the world. Though, according to the Kingdom Hearts 3, where it was introduced, it's not a world of light or dark, but instead a world of fiction that exists on the other side. side. different perspectives are all intentional according to the director, saying, I think the theme of this project will be the contrast between those who are in such different positions. And he confirmed what I knew right out of the gate. The realistic look that Sora features in that real looking world, but not real world. Yeah, it was confirmed. Yeah, that's just the effect of the world. It's not going to be the complete game. So if Donald and Goofy had back, head to that world, then they're probably going to look like actual animals, and then we'll have to hunt them down. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. So, yeah, saying that they're looking for clues about Sora in the original world... All the real worlds before the towel display in the trailer are all the Quantum segments. Sora will look realistic, but if he can return to the original world, he will look like Donald Goofy with shades like Donald Goofy, so he'll be back to normal. And, yeah, there is a tease going on in there where it seems to suggest that we might see Star Wars. Oh, man. Saying, Eagle Eye fans noticed what could be the foot of an ATST walker before during a seeing in the trailer. Uh, yeah, as part of the Kingdom Hearts Red showing side by side comparisons with an ATST foot, with fans speculating that the jungle scene could be Star Wars' Endor. <sighs> Yeah, so, can we see Star Wars, and can we see Darth Vader choking someone with the Force, or Palpatine? Okay, if this is going to be, okay, you can't keep doing this Disney, you can't tease the idea that every universe is a multiverse for Star Wars, but never commit to the idea of a Star Wars multiverse, just do it already! Like, there's a foundation baseline. Dave Filoni gave you an obvious key to do it. Just do it! I want a more hopeful timeline with the sequel timeline instead of the bleak, depressing one we got where everything is all miserable and the story ends the first way it began. Just lying and just building up for another disaster to happen because of the
0: lie. Oh.
1: So, moving on, I will move on from this. Susan Sarandon is reportedly playing the villain of DC Comics DC's Blue Beetle movie instead of Sharon Stone. As reported by The rap. Serndon has already closed a deal to play Cord, aka Victoria Kord, in the Blue Beetle. DC's film, first superhero movie that will star a Latino character in Cobra ties. I can't pronounce that last name, that name so I'm not going to try. He will play Jaime Reyes, who gains his superpowers by fighting a suit of alien armor. He's a Mexican-American teen and will be the third character to take on the Blue Beetle mantle in this film's universe. So, we're just going to skip Ted Cord and Dan Garrett. Okay. So, it still has to take until, like, it's going to be until, like, 2023, but we'll get an animated short film in 2022 that's being produced by Scorpius is Rick Morales. So, yeah. It was originally set for HBO Max, but then they said, oh, no, nope, uh, we will make a theatrical release for August 18th. You are know, the cultured ones. Also, update on the AW game. So, there's been an update. It's currently being penned for a provisional September 2022 release, but release date specifics and publisher details are not currently known. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping AW just hires just gets someone to publish it instead of Tony Khan doing the drugs again and thinking, "I'll publish the game and then everyone has to tell Tony no, Tony. No, you don't need to do that. We, we could just get a publisher. Like we work with Warner Media, can't they publish it? Uh... No, I am Tony Khan. I have the will. Meanwhile, Ultimate Dragon announces the launch of Toromus C A S A. Ultimo, who currently works as a wrestler and senior advisor for Japanese promotion, Dragon Gate, announced the launch of a new promotion in a press conference today. Dragon previously done a training school and promotion between 1997 and 2004 that had a similar name, but it had Mexico in the name, so they just had the first name similar to it. So staying in the press conference will act as a the new promoter will act as a home base of learning excursion, destination for new generation of Japanese competitors, not only from Dragon Gate, but also promotes from NOAA, with NOAA now owned by Cyber Agent and partly operated by DGT Pro executives. It remains to be seen of DGT Prospect will also wrestle and train under Ultimate Dro- Dra- Dragons Watchful Eye. Many of the previous students of Dragon's School Time went on to go to Dragon Gate, while well, Stan- New Japan stand out current IWGP, World Heavyweight Champion, just Okada, was also a graduate from Ultimo's Gym. So you know you have to take him because Okada, like, he carried the freaking torch. He was supposed to carry the freaking torch before the pandemic hit. If that doesn't tell you your career had peaked then, and then the pandemic wrecked everything, to tell you... You're going to carry the freaking Olympic torch—something that that other company down in America in America never got to do, never had a, someone to represent them. You beat. There's nowhere left to go here, man. But anyway, speaking of the other place, WWE has a memo now regarding the name changes they've been doing lately. The memo is now because we will not use real names, and we will not use the names that made them famous in the independence scene. We are Vincent Kennedy McMahon, ultimate warrior of tyranny.
0: Ugh.
1: Except Gable Stevenson is still going to be called Gable Stevenson. Like, Austin Theory is now just Theory, and it was because his name was Austin White, not because of Stone Cold being the hell out of Vince, which would have actually made continuity sense, but, you know, fuck that. <sighs> Roman Mendoza is a name because So really his first name, so he had to ditch it. And But we don't see Randy Orton, Ronda Rousey, Bob Lesnar changing their name. Riddle lost his first name, but his last name really is Riddle. <sighs> just. Okay, look, my problem isn't the fact they keep changing their names. My problem with this thing is that why didn't they just do this when they signed them? Like, they sign them, they debate them in to change their name there i'm mean, like you did hideo atami aka kenta and you established the incontinuity reason why he had to, why he wanted to change his name and that required more effort than actually needed and yet you can't even bring yourselves to just simply make the effort to just not do it like again they want money out of this some big money scheme out of this they want to own trademarks and everything and they don't want to use real names because that will affect their merchandise in the long run even though they cancel the merchandise after they release them but whatever it's just you built pete dunn up you built walter up as examples You built these two, those kind of names up for years, now you're just like, nope, they're different names now, take it seriously. Like, Raquel Gonzalez had to change her name to Raquel Rodriguez, but Raquel got to keep her first name because, reasons, but Gonzalez is her real last name, so... Meanwhile, good news for fans of Jonathan Gresham. We're gonna see him more in AEW and Ring of Honor, as he is now officially signed as part of the revamped promotion of Ring of Honor. He's officially signed with AEW, and Gresham will be part of the revamped ROH promotion now under the ownership of the Tony Khan! So, yeah, he's also he also he's also been injured. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah, after Battle the Bells that came out that he's injured, he has a concussion. Way to start off. What a way to start. Fast and furious producer thinks it might be time for the series to go back to where we started. It's too late to go back. You you can't. It's hard to move forward by going backwards. Like you have done so much insanity. It's just. I don't really know. Like, like the main franchise is slated to end with 2024's Fast and Furious 11. Yet they seem to like we want to do more, and they even like originally did it start off with in the Fast and Furious movie that it was tree racing and stealing DVD players to going in to F in space the fact that that's the thing I can say is a problem and now you want to go down to earth <laughs> Screw that, it's too late now to do that. So... So, apparently, Xbox game could suit advertisements. They're reportedly looking to advertise their inserts into free play games. The program is reportedly going to launch by the third quarter of this year. According to Business Insider, these ads could show up as rendered billboards in the racing game. However, it wasn't able to confirm whether these advertisements were extend to avatar skins and or video ads. Interestingly, Microsoft really doesn't intend to take a cut of the advertising revenue It's is more interested in building the ad- ad- Xbox advertising network, as it said to be trying to identify which companies and ad agencies work with. Instead the revenue from the ads will be shared between the game developer and the respective ad company. What? The billion dollar juggernaut is not trying to get the scraps of money they can accumulate? By God. It's almost as if they had their heads pulled out of their own asses. So we'll see how that turns out. Like after EA placed in-game ads for UFC but removed them after fan outcry they know that they're in for a treat if they do this. But we'll see. Meanwhile, HBO Max has announced that they finally got their stars for the Wonder Twins. Wonder Twin Powers activate! And I really don't know. It's gonna be a live-action DC comedy saying KG Alpha and Isabel May will play the Wonder Twin siblings. And yeah, that, that's been confirmed according to deadline. Does this even, like, take place in the Arrowverse multiverse, or, like, is it the DCEU? Like, we're left for confusion here. Also, Ghost of Susumi has announced that they are no longer working on additional patches at the moment, launching their final app, their final planned patch, as they are full steam ahead towards what is most likely going to be their next unannounced project. While we aren't working on any additional patches at the moment, we will continue to monitor feedback on the community-run Gotland G -G -G O T Legends subreddit and the messages sent to Sucker Punch Production on Twitter for any high-priority bugs and issues that emerge. We want to say a huge thank you to the incredible community, to the entire community, for the incredible amount of support and feedback we've gotten since launch. When Legends launched in October 2020, we never expected to have such an active community more than a year and a half later, and we could not be thankful to everyone who's been with us on this journey. So, yeah, Ghost of Susui is also set to have a film, so, with a John Wick director, so that that could be good, it could be good with John Wick director involved, but we'll see how many of annotations work that's not Sonic. So yeah, this might be the last patch for a long, long time. if they conti- Or they're just done making patches for what seems to be planned for the pu- foreseeable future. But, that's about it for this week's worth of content news. This was Near Reality Collective. Hope to see you all again next time. Stay tuned for this final ad break and outro. And I'll see you all next time. Take care.